welcome to the Chat and Chew Show. My name is Roxanne and there is no Betty today. So what are we gonna do? Well, I will let you know. We actually have a good special episode planned for you with some never, never before seen or heard footage. And um, before we get to that, I'll just do the spill that we're supposed to do that Betty would normally do. And so the Chat and Chew Show is designed to help you do relationships better. And one of the ways that we do that is we have a segment every now and then called Ask the Coach where we have Coach Donisha join us and answer those sticky questions that Betty and I would like to stay away from because um, they're a little more difficult. And Coach Donisha is a real coach. She does this in real life for a profession. <laughs> and um, she has given us some great advice on episode four. If you haven't seen that yet, go back and take a look at episode four. There were some great, great nuggets of wisdom and just like, oh, okay, I gotta do that. Those kind of things. Um, but this, today we're gonna get into some, some questions that you hadn't seen before. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. or SoundCloud or anywhere else where you're listening, we're going to see and hear those questions that were left out of our Ask the Coach episode. Again, episode four, go back and listen to it if you have not yet because it was some good, good, good stuff. And we're going to see our first question from that episode that we did not see in that episode. All right, take a listen or look and I'll come. We'll see you back in a couple minutes. I told my friend a little while, a oh, sorry. I told my friend a little white lie years ago that eventually led to conflict between her and someone else. Huh. Her relationship with that person is long gone now, but I feel guilty every time she brings them up when going down memory lane. Should I tell the truth now? If so, how do I bring it up? Right. And so my question for that person is, um, you know, there, it sounds like they're dealing with some guilt because whatever this lie was, it ended up in a broken relationship for her friend on, their, on that side. And so that's where the guilt comes from. She's feeling bad about that because obviously the person who was connected to the other um, is still feeling some type of way. Like, I don't know how we even got to this point. I don't know why it is. So um, for the person who told the white lie, I would tell her um, that, you know, if you feel haunted by you know, your words or your actions, and this, you value this person as your friend, then again, you should be able to go, be mature enough to go to this person and say, hey, you know, back in the day, I said X, Y, Z, and I felt horrible about it. It wasn't true, and it led to this, and I, I need to tell you, because, you know, you often bring this person up. I can tell that you're grieved by it, maybe, and I, I hate that I was a part of that. I'm sorry. So you have to own your stuff, right? Wow. But just be prepared that in owning your stuff, you, it may sever a relationship. Yeah. Because when you lie, you break the tie. Mm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Because when you, know, you lie, lie, you break the, the tie. tie. That, needs, yeah, that is we good. we have these ties that bind us together. Oh, wow. my. We're bound together, sometimes through a tragedy. We're bound together through a joyous moment. We're bound together through education. We're bound together by many different things. And so when you tell lies, you begin to sever that tie that brought you together in the first place. Mm. Because now trust has wow. been broken. Wow, that is huge. That's good. Wow, so confess then to your I mean, friend. Just go ahead and confess and be prepared. good for the soul. <laughs> it just don't always feel good when you do it. Because yeah. you have to take ownership of it. 
Mm. Wow. But I'm, I I come from the place that if you if more people would confess and own their stuff, yeah, there'll be more healing and we'd have more peace on the other side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Because wow. obviously it sounds to me like the person who told the lie, their friend is impacted by it. They're still haunted, if you will, by the experience of losing someone who may have been close to them. Yeah. But the person who told the lie is also haunted by what she did to her friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. Wow. It's a mess. A hot mess. It's a hot mess. You know. Own your stuff. Oh my gosh. That I is so good. This episode later. I, <laughs> I, know. Know. <laughs> I know. This is good. This is a bring your pencil and yes. take some notes. This is oh really good. Goodness. That was good. So when you lie, you break the tie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it's funny because, you know, sometimes I hear a question, right, when we're doing this Ask the Coach ses um, sessions. And I think to myself, oh, I'm not dealing with that right now. But what's crazy is that for some reason when she said, when you lie, you break the tie, it like hit home for me. Like, I don't feel like I'm, you know, harboring some deep, dark secret that'll break up a relationship or anything. But what I do feel like is sometimes I just don't say. I don't say I'm not happy with this. I don't say I don't agree with you. I don't say, you know, no, nah, I'm not going to that party. You know, I just don't show up or, you know, like whatever it may be. Um, but I am one of those people that omits rather than like say, like actively lie. And so the thing about that is even though it's not something deep um, or, you know, something that is like super scandalous or anything, what I feel like when I reflected on this information that um, Coach Janisha gave to us was just like, there is some space that I cause when I don't tell the truth about what I'm happy with or what I agree with, what I want to do, what I don't want to do, um, and I just move on it. Um, because the person has the ability then to make up a story in their head of why I'm not joining in with them, of why I um, may be distancing, distancing myself from them. Um, and whatever that made up story may be, it may be worse than just the truth of just like, oh, well, I don't like doing that, or I'm not interested in what you're interested in or whatever, or I just don't agree with your point of view. And it's like, that lack of communication still breaks the tie a little bit. It, strain, it may not break it, but it still strains it because there's some confusion that builds up there. And so it's like when Coach Shanisha said that, I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> I'm like, but I don't lie, lie, <laughs> but I do, you know, because it's like when you omit information, and I'm not talking about like oversharing, but I feel like when you omit information, it is kind of, you, you let the person believe a lie because now they have to make up the story of why you're doing what you're doing or why you move the way you move. So that was one that just kind of caught me off guard and I'm like, oh, I have to write that down now and kind of reinvestigate like my own relationships and how I operate within them because, you know, I can't just take the easy route out all the time and just do what I want to do. And, I, and again, we're not talking about like over explaining, over sharing and, um, you know, always feeling like you have to give an explanation for stuff. We're just talking about simple, like sitting in front of someone and, you know, kind of just ignoring what, what would I say? Um, kind of just like passively disagreeing and like, you know, it's just, oh, well, I'm not gonna argue or I'm not gonna, 
you know, like, you can just let a person know where you stand without it being a huge, gigantic argument, because then you give them the opportunity to um, accept you for who you really are and things like that. So that was where that kind of hit me, even though it wasn't a personal question the way it was specifically asked. So um, we're now gonna take a quick break and go um, chew a little bit, and then we'll return back in a few minutes, all right? Now, a delicious word, let's chew. Hey everybody, it's your girl Roxanne, and today we're gonna to be making a smoothie. And this is my favorite recipe that I kind of pulled together from a couple of different ones, um, because this smoothie works out well for me when I have it in the morning um, of a busy day. If I know I'm not gonna be able to eat or think about food really throughout the day, this smoothie kind of, the ingredients in this help me stay satisfied and really feel like I'm, I'm not hungry um, for hours actually. So we're gonna get started by pulling together these ingredients. Um, I use one banana, one cup of chopped pineapple, a half a cup of chopped cucumbers, um, a handful of kale, a hearty teaspoon of chia seeds, and a hearty tablespoon of peanut butter, and about a cup of almond or cashew milk, and I usually use the vanilla unsweetened um, kind of this. And you can definitely use sweetened if you like. It's, it tends to be a little sweet for, too sweet for me when I add that with the fruit. Um, the other optional ingredient that I add to this sometimes to take off the bite of the pineapple or if, if I know I'm just like not feeling that, that taste of the kale just that day or whatever, is just a touch of honey to kind of make the taste a little more mild and sweet. Um, and so we're, what, what I often do as well is freeze um, some of these ingredients to give me that, um, instead of adding ice, I'll just freeze some of the ingredients and that'll get me a thicker consistency as well with my smoothie. So I'll freeze often the banana, the chopped pineapples and the chopped cucumbers. I'll chop all those things up and then throw them in the freezer and then pull them out as I go on throughout the week. So what we're gonna do is just throw all those ingredients into the blender. Um, and then I pulse it a few times and then blend for about a minute. And once you do that, you pretty much have your smoothie. Um, I like to put it in one of those uh, cold cups <laughs> that keeps it, uh, those insulated cups that keeps everything cold for you. And I take it on my way to work and sip it throughout the morning. And I'm telling you, I often do not want anything until late afternoon and sometimes until dinner. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. And um, like, if you like, you can also change any of the um, amount of the ingredients. If you like one thing more than the other, you can definitely play around with it. All right. So I'll see you next time. But <laughs> I wonder who made it. I don't know. She's such a good cook. But anyway, I, it's so funny, you guys, because like I'm recording and it's like I, the world is going on outside. Like some guys like zooming along in his car. There's like a car horn going off, and I don't know what's happening outside. But anyway, so thanks for coming back. Um, <laughs> welcome back. We are. Um, like I said, in the middle of the Ask the Coach Never Before Seen or Heard footage. And I have another question coming up for you. 
um, that you that we had to leave out of our episode four. So go ahead and take a look and we'll, I'll see you back here. Question for you. So my boss seems to only like people who stroke her ego and it doesn't seem to matter how well they get or don't get the job done. So how do I win favor with my boss without kissing up to her? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, whew. yep, I know many people like that. Okay, so the first thing, the first thing we need to recognize is that um, whether it's your workplace relationship or your personal intimate relationship, they still have a common thread, a common theme, right? So within the workplace, there are policies and standards and ethics that the employee works to support in their role, right? Or is uh, affirmed or confirmed in the job. Mm -hmm. you know, there's some things that the, the employer is just not going to take. Mm -hmm. They have set their standards, they have set their policies in place. There's also within that, the workplace culture, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, how people get along, how they interact, um, what you you know, what foods you can bring to work to the public, which ones you can't. So you you learn the culture. So my question for the person who's trying not to kiss up is: Do you have a clear understanding of the standards and policies and ethics of the company and the workplace culture? Mm -hmm. Because if you do, then you should look to your supervisor, the one you're not trying to kiss up to, but you're trying to understand because you want to maintain a good working relationship and also be considered for other opportunities to see how if the, your, your supervisor up, upholds and supports those standards, policies, ethics, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That impact the word culture. Mm -hmm. So find out from your supervisor as you observe her interactions with, uh, with your superiors, right? What she or he values. Mm -hmm. Because when you understand what your supervisor values, do they value time? Like, even though, you know, you do your nine to five, do you put in more time? Mm -hmm. Are they looking for that? Um, it, again, another element of time. How often do you call in or call off work? Mm -hmm. um, you know, when there are projects that go beyond your scope, right, or expertise, how much time are you getting to invest in supporting the team? Mm -hmm. Are you a team player? Mm -hmm. Because these qualities are important in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, I'm just gonna just put me in my cubicle, give me my little three walls, mm -hmm. I can get my back to y'all, let me come and do my gig, punch in, punch out, I'm done, mm -hmm. right? So that says you're not a team player, you wanna be around, you ain't got time. Mm -hmm. But that could be important to your supervisor. Mm -hmm. So when you understand the dynamics of what your supervisor is looking for or needs from her team, then that will determine how she, she or he treats you mm -hmm. on the job. Mm -hmm. Wow. Hmm. All right, and welcome back. Um, so what do they value? <laughs> That's what I took. So from that question, um, I have had to deal with that before um, in the office where I just felt like what the person wanted was cheerleaders or fans and things like that. Um, I've definitely had to deal with that before. Um, but what I found interesting about the answer to this question from Coach Janisha, it was a great point, is finding out what they value. And then not only that, finding out the what the bigger office culture is, like where you are, you know, um, what does it say on paper? And then what really happens in the office culture? Like really be observant before, you know, you haul off and have a whole fit about what you should have, what should be happening. Um, that's something that I really took away from this because, you know, I think this happens in relationships in general. So not even just work, but a lot of times I think we put some emphasis emphasis on, you know, you know, loving, you know, 
don't say loving relationships, but you know, romantic relationships, friendships where we're, we're kind of, we're more willing to investigate, you know, what's their love language, you know, like, do they like acts of service, do they like physical touch, words of affirmation, things like that. We like to take all kinds of tests. What's your sign? What makes us compatible? But there's also a level of compatibility within the office um, that you have to figure out, you know, what are my values versus what are the values of this office? And how do I find out um, if this is a good fit for me and the reality is you have to make a living right so you know sometimes you can't really do much <laughs> with um, in terms of like just jumping from another job right away or whatever if it's not like specifically your fit but what you can do is save energy um, by not you know thrusting yourself wholeheartedly into things that really don't matter for that office um, that's something that I had to learn because I was always willing to work hard, but sometimes I wasn't really specifically going for things that um, that office valued. And so I was putting in a lot of work, only found out at the end of the day that's not <laughs> what they wanted or needed. I just thought this is what should happen. This is what we should be focusing on. You know, I do a good job at this, so I should be rewarded for this or whatever the case may be. And so I think, you know, again, the great, great point from here was what does your supervisor value? What do the people in your circle value? Like, what do people value if you're looking at just um, the idea of either being taken for granted or feeling like you have to kiss up to somebody? Um, it may, they may not think of it as like kissing up and you know, all of that. They may think of it as, well, this is what we need right now. So it, I like the idea of taking a step back and being observant. So I wanna thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we learned some great things from those questions that were left out of the last episode. As you can see, a lot of the stuff is really meaty. So we try to like parcel it out because even Betty and I are often sitting going, oh my gosh, like we need to take notes. We need to like go back and watch our own episodes, which is kind of a funny thing that we laugh at each other all the time because we're just like, I, I just watched the episode that we just filmed like three times <laughs> just to get the information that was shared on it. So, um, so you know, it's great stuff and I'm really grateful to Coach Janisha for joining us um, and taking her time out to spend with us because she's super busy as well. And so um, if you like it, please um, share it. Do subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Tell somebody who doesn't know about the show. Like it, comment. Um, let us know if you have any questions for Coach Janisha because we are going to um, continue to do the Ask the Coach episodes. So please send, send, send your questions for us or send topics that you'd like us to discuss in future episodes. I think we have one that we still have to tackle. Someone who sent in a topic. So um, I'm excited to hear from you. We are on Instagram and follow, and follow book. <laughs> That's interesting. Someone start follow book, please. On follow book. So we are on Instagram. Instagram. Okay, hold on. This let's let's start. We are on the gram <laughs> and on Facebook at Chat and Chew Show. And um, you like I said, feel free to follow us. We're on YouTube as well. If you Google the Chat and Chew Show, um, you can find us on YouTube. And we are on all platforms that stream podcasts and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Thanks for joining me for this special episode, and I will see you next time. Take care.
brought to you by the Chat and Chew Company. Music by Elwood Jones. Lyrics by Roxanne. Bring a Chat and Chew live event to your organization. Contact us at chatandchewshow at gmail.com.